Algar Productions. And now the continuing story of Contentment Corner, starring Amanda Smith as Ravina Donovan Sorrentino Takahashi von Schmidt. Dakota Territory, 1888. I say, you there? Me, sir? Sure, you'll do. My name is Admiral P. Hiram Barnacled. Oh, my name is Melvin... I didn't ask. I know, but since you're... And to be perfectly clear, I don't care. Oh, all right then. This is the settlement known as Contentment Corner, is it not? Yes. Yes, it is not. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Let's try this again. I am Admiral P. Hiram Barnacle of the United States Revenue Cutter Service, and I wish to speak with the mayor of this town. Well, the mayor is currently, uh... What did he tell us to say? He's not available during daylight hours on account of being a nocturnal emission. I beg your pardon. Or, uh, wait, when he took the job, he said he preferred to perform it as a nocturnal position. That was it. No, sir, that won't do at all. Do you have any idea who I'm carrying in this coach? How many guesses do I get? Hiram, can we please just get on with this? President Cleveland? The very same. Now listen, citizen, we have a lot of these little towns to visit and we don't have a lot of time. Gosh, Mr. President, what brings you to Contentment Corner? In a word, son, lighthouses. Sir? With the cooperation of the United States Revenue Cutter Service, the wagon train that stretches behind us is carrying an inventory of lighthouses across the frontier and erecting one in each territory we intend to admit to the Union as a state to stake our claim as a naval power. Sir, by order of the mayor himself, this town is about as far from running water as it's possible to be. We're about 1,500 miles from either ocean and a good 500 from the nearest Great Lake. And yet, here's me, the president of these United States, ordering you to put one of these fine lighthouses in your town. But where are we even... In your town square, next to City Hall. We were going to put in a rail station there. Well, now you're putting in a lighthouse. Listen, every town in Dakota has a rail station, but nobody has a lighthouse. It'll put you on the map. I suppose the mayor would be pretty happy about that. Of course he would. Admiral? Unloader here, men. There are the pieces. Here are the instructions. Good day, citizen. Wait, we have to put it together ourselves? Fort Burr, 1968. Oh, Ichiro. I'm so glad we're not one of those married couples that grows apart after the first year. Will you still bring me lunch at the lighthouse when I'm an old woman? Ichiro? Ichiro, did you come to the balcony to... Oh, God! That's him down there, on the rock! Ichiro! You! Bird! Get away from his eyes! Fort Burr, 1971. Guess who? <gasps> oh! oh no! Giovanni, why would you come up behind me and cover my eyes while I'm mending this flag with these incredibly sharp scissors? In fact, why would you come up to the lighthouse at all? I've told you, I'm extremely uncomfortable with that after what happened to my last husband. I, I think if I don't pull these out of my belly, I might be alright. I'm just going to step outside. Or some air. Giovanni, no! 
pretty high up. Giovanni! Damn it, Burns! What is it with you and human eyes? Fort Burr, 1978. Rivina, are you up here? Oh, I'm out here on the balcony, Heinrich. Is this about you moving to Contentment Corner? Because I've already told you, I forbid it. Oh no, we're done talking about that. Could you just step a little closer to the railing there? What? Well, I, I mean, I suppose, but... Whoopsie. Bon appetit, little birdies. Contentment Corner, 1987. It was a day like any other which is to say that normal human events were occurring as they always did to me. A normal human. A portion of the day had been spent non-conscious, during which time my eyes were closed and abstract events known as dreams happened inside my mind. Food was consumed and transformed into energy by my metabolic processes and a dame entered my office. That's what they call human females. I, I mean females. I, I mean women who visit private detectives, right? I could tell she was trouble the minute she entered. Fair warning, Mr. Detective. I'm trouble with a capital T. Is that because it's at the beginning of a sentence? Yes, and that sentence is... I want you to find a man for me and kill him. But the word trouble isn't even part of that sentence. Oh, but it is. It is because I'm the one who's saying it. I think we may need to back up a step or two. Who are you exactly? Is your name literally trouble? Why would you need to know my name? Wouldn't this be easier if we kept this anonymous? Not really, no. I keep pretty comprehensive records for billing purposes. And why are you exposing your human legs to me now? I mean, your legs. Are those legless trousers? Excuse me. That skirt? Is that skirt giving you trouble? See, there we are. Right back at trouble. I am so confused. It's quite simple. At the town meeting last night, someone suggested we close the lighthouse. My lighthouse. There's a lighthouse in this town? I thought lighthouses were for terrestrial towns located near water. I want you to find out who made this suggestion and take care of him. You said you wanted me to kill him a minute ago. That's right. That's... That's not what I do, Miss Trouble. But since this conversation seems to be approaching some kind of logical event horizon, I'll agree to find this person and bring them to you. What happens after that is none of my concern. Hmm. I suppose if you manage to bring them to the balcony of my lighthouse, I can work with that. Do you know if we have any seagulls in this town? I don't know what that is. Yes. Plausible deniability. Good. You take care of that, then. I'll be waiting for you. Don't you want to know what I charge for a job like this? Oh, I'm sure we can find some. 
equitable way of working things out. Still having problems with that skirt, are you? And so Ravina made her way back to the lighthouse. She did so not so much by walking, but by sauntering. There really was no other word for the way she moved, somehow creating locomotion via a combination of hip-waggling and sensual force of will. She had intended, per the timeless code of the femme fatale, to lead the private investigator on a wild goose chase. She'd cooked up an elaborate plot involving a kidnapped scientist father, a stolen animal-shaped artifact, and copious amounts of whiskey, which she assumed she would find inside the top drawer of his desk. But, upon arriving at his office and lingering in front of the plate-glass window for twenty minutes unnoticed, she realized that the light was all wrong for her to project an appropriately tantalizing silhouette. Furthermore, this particular private eye hadn't furnished his office with the requisite Venetian blinds, and expressed no apparent interest in her curves, much less in comparing them to increasingly more abstract images. And so, she'd done something that hadn't come particularly naturally to her. Hey, you up there! She'd improvised. I know you can hear me. Well, crap. Don't try to run. I'm coming up there. Discovering a sort of crow's nest in the upper portion of her lighthouse, which was heretofore unknown to her, Ravina... Who are you talking to? What is all this? Drawings? Charts? Little dolls? You leave those alone. I'm not sure if you know who I am. Of course I know who you are. I know who everyone is. That would explain the telescope, the binoculars... And this camera with the telephoto lens. Please don't touch those. This lighthouse, everything and everyone in it, falls under my jurisdiction as a federal employee. You can't just squat here, doing... What exactly is it that you're doing? You see all of this? What are you trying to do right now? Sorry, this room is much too small for me to make a grand sweeping gesture with my arms. Anyway, I'm making this all happen. And keeping track of it all. So you're insane. Oh, that's rich. Coming from you. And just what are you implying? Nothing. I'm saying that you're nuttier than a pan of brownies. The kind with nuts. Obviously. How long have you been squatting up here? I don't think you understand. I'm not living in your lighthouse. You're living in my town. All of you. So you claim to know everything that happens in this town? That's right. Okay, then. If you can tell me who threatened my lighthouse... I'll let you stay up here. Well, it was Clinton Fisher, but... Clinton Fisher? The town contrarian? We already described him using that exact phrase six episodes ago. Can you go with local ne'er-do-well, maybe? Oh, or perpetual opponent. Clinton Fisher. Well, I'll show him. I'm going right down to the VFW to take care of this once and for all. How do you get down from here, anyway? Take away my livelihood, will you, Mr. Fisher? We'll just see what Mr. 9mm45 AK-47 has to say about that. Not so fast, woman with a face that resembles that of a child's doll. What? You? That's right. I knew something didn't add up when- When what? When I tried to seduce you? No, pretty much when you started speaking. Why does everyone keep saying that? I may occasionally operate outside of the parameters of your 
Earth laws, by, by which I mean the laws of this American nation of Earth, of course. But if you intend to murder the old man who attempted to close your lighthouse, I will have to stop you and report you to those very same authorities. But this isn't the part where you double-cross me. Can't I at least threaten him with the gun first? Hey, hey, my gun, give that back. No, Stop holding that up you there. can't get it. You know why? That. You're too short. You're too short. Ha! Give me that gun. Uh, uh, you're mean. Let's not say things we can't take back now. Uh, honestly, it's like nobody has any respect for the rules anymore. Well, I'll show them. I'll show them all. Oh, good morning. Hi, Ravina. How's the lighthouse? Don't change the subject. You're both naked. <laughs> How is that an appropriate response to what I just said? Is this entire town losing its grip on reality? Uh, so, sorry, sorry. Uh, we've been through a lot today. So, our nudity notwithstanding, is there something I can help you with? Not unless you can stop that malevolent fly in the ointment Clinton Fisher from closing my lighthouse. Why, you mean again? The town meeting, late the previous evening. I propose we uh, close the lighthouse. Uh, point of order, the lighthouse isn't a local expense. It's maintained by Mrs. Donovan Sorrentino Takahashi von Schmidt, who is a federal employee. Also, it's a structure of historical significance that dates back to the founding of this town. Also, it actually creates revenue via the occasional tourists who come to gawk at a lighthouse in the center of a landlocked town. The motion is defeated. So, it was never in any actual danger of being closed? Nope. Oh. Well, good then. <laughs> What? You're the only ones who get to do that? Episode 7 of Contentment Corner featured Duncan Bosco as Crazy David and Giovanni, Mark Bosco as Melvin and Citizen, Robert Cooper as the narrator, Amanda Smith as Ravina Donovan Takahashi Sorrentino von Schmidt, Jason Wallace as Admiral P. Hiram Barnackle and Joe Conklin, and Ron Algar Watt as President Grover Cleveland and Clinton Fisher. It was written by Ron Algar Watt and produced by Algar Productions, copyright 2016. All right, let's try this again. I am Admiral P. Hiram Barnacle. Ah, fuck. I am Admiral...